I have a question for you. How many people visit your website each month? What pages on your website are the most popular pages? Which blog topics are the most popular? And which articles just people spend the most time reading? If you plan to traditionally publish, knowing the answers to these questions makes it easier to attract an agent or publisher. They will ask, and if you don't have the answer, you will look like an amateur. You don't want to be the person on Shark Tank who doesn't have the answer to the numbers questions. If you plan to indie publish, this is also important to know. Knowing the answers to these questions will help you sell more books. It can help you see if your website is working and in some cases even help you know if your website is irritating readers. The less you irritate readers, the more they will love you. And the better you thrill them, the more readers you will have. So you've heard me talk many times that the key to effective marketing is to measure. Your website is the hub of all of your online book promotion. And if you don't have good website data, the data about all of your other promotional efforts won't be as useful. So how do you get good statistics for your website? Well, find out in this episode of Novel Marketing, the longest-running book marketing podcast in the world. I'm Thomas Umstadt, Jr., CEO of Author Media, and this is the show for writers who want to build their platform, sell more books, and make a living writing books worth talking about. And there are two tools I'm going to be talking about today to give you stats for your WordPress website. And you can think of these as like your left eye and your right eye. With both, you can see most clearly, but even one eye will save you from blindness. The first tool is Jetpack, and this is the first time I've recommended Jetpack for stats on this podcast. In fact, all of my recommendations today are going to be new recommendations. There's been a lot of turnover in tools for analytics. The old tools aren't very good anymore. Many of them have gotten worse in recent years. And so I'm no longer recommending them. (laughs) It's the thing about being the longest running book marketing podcast. The tool that was the best tool back in 2012 isn't the best tool anymore. Monster Insights is now awful. Exact Metrics is now terrible. Both of those cost $400 a year to get any sort of useful charts. And that's more than it's worth for most authors to pay for stats for their website, especially when there's free or almost free options that are just as good. So Jetpack does a lot of things. It it does more than just stats, and it deserves its own episode. I've really fallen in love with Jetpack in recent years. It's come a long way. It had an awkward adolescence, but now it's a very mature tool that pretty much every WordPress website needs, whether it's improving your search, doing related posts, having good stats, blocking spam, giving you backups. Jetpack is fantastic. But I'm not going to talk about those features. Uh, What I'm going to talk about is their new stats engine, which as I'm recording this, they just rolled out a few weeks ago. And I got an email from them and I immediately activated the stats. And I have just been in love with how beautiful and simple the stats are. Because one problem that a lot of authors face is that they will install, say, Google Analytics on their website and they don't even know if it's running or not. And they're like, how do I even check my stats? And then they go to google.com slash analytics and they log in and it's all of these overwhelming numbers and overwhelming terms. And it's not helping them answer the questions that they really care about. Like the questions I opened this episode with. 
And Jetpack, on the other hand, it is very simple. <laughs> and you probably already have Jetpack on your WordPress website. Most people do. So it's literally just a matter of pushing a button to turn it on. Now, the one downside is that once you push that button to turn it on in the Jetpack settings page, it just then starts collecting data. So it'll be a few weeks before you have any meaningful answers to those questions. It's not secretly collecting data behind the scenes. But once you have those few weeks of data, it's really nice. It'll tell you how many views you're getting today overall, your best overall day. So when is your blog really popular? How many views have you gotten all time? This is the number. If you're trying to dazzle an agent or a publisher, your total number of views is a really good number. And it also integrates with WordPress and it will tell you comments info. So how many comments you're getting? which posts are getting the most comments. This is really very helpful. And what I really like about it is that you don't have to go to some separate website to view your stats. You've got your dashboard with all of your information right there on the page. In fact, it even installs a small version of itself on your actual WordPress dashboard. So as soon as you log in to your website, you can see the last week's worth of traffic and what your big day was. So for me, my big day of traffic is always the day I send out the email about the new blog post. I always get a spike that day. And so I get this really great chart where I can see what the big days are. And I can very easily, right there from the dashboard, toggle from the most popular days to the most popular weeks to the most popular months and eventually the most popular years. Obviously, I have, I've been running Jetpack relatively recently. I have... 15 years of Google Analytics data, and I have about three weeks worth of Jetpack data. So I don't have good historical data yet, but eventually I will. And I really regret not turning on Jetpack stats back in the day. Jetpack has offered stats for a long time, but the interface hasn't been very good until recently. But now the interface is great. But since I didn't turn it on back in the day, I don't have that historical info. But you can also click on the side of your website to go to the Jetpack page inside your WordPress dashboard, and you've got that more robust view. It's bigger, It's and you can see how many views, how many visitors, how many comments, and where your traffic is coming from. This is really helpful, especially if you're doing any kind of advertising or promotion, or you're trying to do any list building, getting people to come to a landing page and sign up to join your email list. And you can see, oh, I'm, I got a lot of traffic from Authors XP, or I got a lot of traffic from that podcast I recently did. And these are called referrers. So referrer is anyone who referred your website. So any link sending people to your website, you can see how many people came from search engines, how many people came from various social networks. And I think you'll find, you'll be very stunned how little traffic comes from that social network you've been spending so much time on. <laughs> so you can see right here in black and white if all that time you're spending on Facebook is actually translating into visits to your website. You can also see what the most popular posts and pages are. It will show you what countries people are coming from, which I don't find to be particularly useful for most authors because it's obviously your country is going to be at the top and the other English-speaking countries are going to be there close to the top. Although it is interesting, my fourth most popular country is India. And my next most popular country is Nigeria. So I have more visitors from India and Nigeria than I do from Australia. So that's kind of interesting to know, but it doesn't really help me make any decisions because I still have a lot of visitors from Australia. It will also give you a report of where people are headed to when they leave your website. 
So if somebody's leaving your website, where are they going? What links on your website are they clicking to go somewhere else? I, I think it's particularly useful because it allows you to see how many clicks you're sending to Amazon to buy your book. And that's actually incredibly useful because if you're getting all this traffic to your website, but no one is clicking to go to Amazon, something's not right. And with Jetpack, you can see that right away. It's like, oh, I had you know 20 clicks to Amazon today, or I had zero clicks to Amazon today. So it's very, very useful to see that in your clicks. So that's the main stats page. There's also an insights page, which will give you highlights. It has a year in review. And a lot of this is, it's not super useful. Like here's your best hour and here's your best day. But some of it's very useful. So the part here that's magic from my perspective is which category of your blog is the most popular category. And if you're a blogger, this is really helpful because you want to know which topics that you've been blogging about are getting the most action, right? If Let's say you you write about three different topics on your blog and you rotate between parenting and budgeting and home improvement. And you look at this and you're like, oh my goodness, all anyone wants to hear from me is home improvement stuff. My parenting posts and my budgeting posts, those aren't performing very well. So now you know my audience wants more of this from me. Now you don't have to give it to them, but it's really helpful. So if you've been doing a good job applying categories and tags to your posts, you'll get this great view of which of those tags perform the best. So you, you can categorize your posts any which way. And if you're doing that, you'll get this great report. And there's no way to get this kind of information from Google Analytics, at least not without dozens of hours of work and a lot of technical sophistication. Google Analytics will show you the pages in which pages are performing well, but it won't aggregate that data based off of the category or the author. So that's Jetpack, and it's super easy to install. Again, you probably already have it on your website. You just need to go to Jetpack in the sidebar, go to settings, and click activate. It's a little toggle. (laughs) So you just turn it green, and it will start collecting the data. And the reason I started with this one is that it's by far the easiest to add to your website, especially since, again, Jetpack probably came pre-installed when you set up WordPress for the first time. You're probably already using some of Jetpack's other features. If you don't have Jetpack, you just go to plugins, add new plugin, type in the word Jetpack. It'll come right up and you click install and that's it. You may need to create an account with WordPress.com if you don't have one already, but that's super easy and it doesn't cost you anything. Jetpack does have some premium features that they charge you for, which I actually really like because it means that you're the customer, (laughs) not the product being sold. But the stats, all of the stats features are in the free version, which is really nice. So now let's talk about the second tool that I have recently discovered and I have fallen in love with, and it's called SiteKit by Google. So I have been increasingly frustrated with Google Analytics for WordPress websites, especially with their new universal analytics engine. It's just not very good. (laughs) And the plugins, the the former popular plugins, Monster Insights and Exact Metrics, both in the last few years changed their business models where they really crippled the plugin. And instead of giving you 80% of the features for free and selling you the 20% of the features, now they only give you about 5% of the features for free and 95% of the features are hidden behind a paywall. 
that's, you know, $20 a month, $40 a month. And it's not worth it to spend $400 a year for better charts and, and better interpretation of Google Analytics. Unless you're spending a lot of money on ads. If, if you're buying a lot of Google pay-per-click ads, it might be worth it to spend that kind of money. But most authors, if they're advertising, they're buying Amazon ads or Facebook ads. They're not buying Google pay-per-click ads. So these are just not good tools. I used to recommend them. They used to be really good. And I just took exact metrics off of authormedia.com. I switched it for SiteKit, and it is so much better. And the other thing about SiteKit is that it's completely free. And you're like, but Thomas, you don't recommend using free things. Well, in this case, it's free because it's made by Google. <laughs> so this is SiteKit by Google. I think Google was realizing, oh, wow, 60% of all websites run WordPress. And these plugins for putting Google Analytics on WordPress are really awful. And people are going to have a bad opinion of Google Analytics if they're using these third-party plugins. They decided to make their own. SiteKit kind of came out of nowhere, and it's already one of the most popular plugins on all of WordPress. And so what SiteKit does is it makes it very easy for you to put Google Analytics on your website, but then it gives you charts inside your website that you care about. So instead of having to go to google.com slash analytics and try to navigate that maze of numbers and terms that you don't know. It gives you really simple for your website analytics. And the other thing that it does that I also really like is that it connects with Google Webmaster Tools or what is now called Google Search Console, which means that you can actually see right in your WordPress dashboard what terms people are typing into Google to come to your website. <laughs> so what are you ranking for? This information's always been available, and, and if you know how to get to Google Search Console, you could look it up, but when it's in the dashboard of your website, you're actually going to look at it. You're actually going to know, and it's so much more easy. So like Jetpack, Google SiteKit puts a dashboard on your website, and one slightly irritating thing is that the default view for the Jetpack chart is the last seven days. The default view for SiteKit is the last 28 days. So these charts are never going to match <laughs> uh, exactly, even though they're tracking the same data, just because they're using different time samples for the default view. But they'll both tell you what your most popular pages are right there on your dashboard. And then you can click, once you have it installed, view your SiteKit dashboard. And it takes you to a dashboard inside your WordPress dashboard that's uh, set up in four different categories, traffic, content, speed, and monetization. So the first is traffic, which it'll tell you how many people are coming to your website, which you already know from Jetpack. So you don't really need this. It also will tell you where people are coming from in terms of categories. And this is kind of nice. It'll say this percentage of people are coming to your website from organic search. This people are coming to your website directly. This percentage of people are being referred from another website. And this percentage is coming from social media. Interestingly, my website only gets 1.4% of its traffic from social media. We get 76% of our traffic from Google search. I suspect your numbers for social media will be higher than that. And you're welcome to share them if you'd like. And then if you, you scroll down, it will tell you how many total impressions you have, how many total clicks you have, and how many unique people have come to your website. 
Now, again, a lot of this data you're also getting with Jetpack, but if you're planning to traditionally publish, agents and editors trust Google Analytics more than they trust Jetpack. I, I think the savvy ones will trust Jetpack more, especially as more people discover how good its stats engine is. But Google Analytics has been around for 20 years now, 25 years, and it's considered the gold standard for analytics. So everyone's going to trust your Google Analytics data. And then it will tell you what your top pages are. Again, the same information you have from Jetpack. And so you're like, so why do I need this? Well, it's because Google Analytics tracks one metric that I find really important if you're a blogger or a podcaster. And also important to a lesser degree if you're an author, and that is session duration. So session duration is how long are people spending on a web page. It also tracks bounce rate, which is how many people came to that web page and then left without clicking anything. But for authors, bounce rate is a completely useless metric. Because somebody can have a very positive experience and bounce, right? If somebody comes and reads your blog post for five minutes and then leaves, that was a positive encounter, right? They came, they found what they were looking for, and they left happy. Somebody comes to your website and sees your book and then leaves and buys it at a physical bookstore, that was a bounce, but it was a perfectly positive encounter. So bounce rates for e-commerce websites where the only positive encounters with customers are if they click on multiple pages. But if you're a blogger or an author, a high bounce rate is not a bad thing necessarily. What matters is how much time are people spending on your website. So if people are coming and they're leaving after 10 seconds, they're not finding what they're looking for. If they're coming and they're spending two or three minutes reading that page, they are. And so this is really useful information, especially if you're a blogger. You want to know, are people finding the answer to their question on this blog post? I really feel that the session duration is very informative. And as you start to collect that uh, time on page, those numbers, and as you start to look at it, you'll start to see which blog posts and which articles and which pages are holding people's attention. The next section of this report is site speed. And again, this is information that you've always been able to get somewhere else. You can run a site speed analytics. There's a bunch of websites that will tell you how fast your website is running. But you probably haven't looked at those recently. <laughs> so you're like, well, why does it matter how fast my website runs? Well, the faster your website, the higher you'll rank on Google. Also, the faster your website, the more pages people will visit and the more they'll explore your website. People get really irritated by slow websites and you don't want to irritate people with your website. And this is another thing that SiteKit will show you that Jetpack will not. Interestingly, though, Jetpack has tools to speed up your website. <laughs> so if you see that your website is slow, the answer may be to enable more of Jetpack's features to speed up your website. But knowing how long it takes for your site to load is very useful. And it will show you both the numbers on mobile and the numbers on desktop. The final section, the monetization section, is only useful if you're putting ads on your website and you're trying to earn money from page views. I don't do that. I don't run ads on authormedia.com for other people's products. I could make money doing that because we get a lot of traffic, but I don't. But if you want to, if you want to offset your hosting costs with some ads, it's perfectly fine for you to do. In fact, having SiteKit on your website will make that process a little bit easier because it will walk you through with a really easy wizard step-by-step -step how to put those ads on your website. 
just realize Google is placing the ads on your website, not you. And, and so you give up a little bit of control of that user experience because it might be an ad for something that you don't approve of. And I have very strong opinions about what I recommend. <laughs> so for me, I choose not to have ads. But if you want to, SiteKit can help you do that. So these are the two tools. Jetpack by Automatic, the company that makes WordPress is the same company that makes Jetpack. And SiteKit by Google. Both of these tools running together allow you to get pretty much a complete picture of your website without having to leave your website. The one thing that might be worth visiting Google Analytics for is to see real-time data. I, I don't find that real-time data is particularly helpful for making decisions, but it can be fun to watch as you send out an email to your list saying, hey, new blog post, and you go to the real-time page, and you watch as people start going to the page, and you get a map of where in the world they're visiting that page from. That's fun. It's not very useful. But it's fun. <laughs> so if you want to, you can get that. And if you have SiteKit installed on your website, it'll have a link at the bottom of the page. See more at Google Analytics. And that will take you to the Google Analytics page. You can also get there by going to google.com slash analytics. There's a lot of information at Google Analytics that's designed to help you have a good e-commerce website. Because that's what Google Analytics is really built for. And most of that information isn't particularly useful for authors, bloggers, podcasters. But SiteKit helps put the information that you care about right there on your website. So if you've been using Monster Insights or Exact Metrics on your website or even just copying and pasting the embed code into your theme, I think you'll be really happy with SiteKit and the charts that it gives you. And if you've been using Google Analytics for years, like most authors have, well, as soon as you enable SiteKit, you'll have these great ch charts and graphs because it already has the data. It's already been tracking the data on your website. Unlike Jetpack, where unless you turned it on, you're not going to have any data right away. So you'll have to wait a few days for the charts and graphs to appear. And I would turn this on right away. Even if you're not planning to publish your book for years and years, historical data is really helpful. It helps give you a sense of the trends and the seasons. You know, a lot of people will ask a question like, when is the best time to publish my book? Should I do it in the spring or in the summer or in the fall? And there's really no answer to that because it really depends on you and it depends on your audience. But as you start to collect this kind of historical data, you can get a sense for when your audience is most interested and when what you have to say, right? What are your most popular months? What are your most popular days of the week? And again, having this data is really important, but if you don't collect it, you can't ask it questions later on. And so you want to start collecting the data now. And as you do that, it will help you make your marketing more effective. And having more effective marketing means that it takes less time to promote your book and it takes less money. Right? The less effective your marketing, the duller the acts, the harder you have to work. So if you feel exhausted, if the idea of promoting your book is exhausting to you, I'd like to guess that you don't have good analytics about what you're doing. And you're probably wasting a lot of effort doing things that don't matter. And once you start tracking what you're doing, and this is one way to do that for your website, it'll give you a sense of what's working and what's not. And as you do more of what works and less of what doesn't work, your marketing will get more effective and you will have more energy and more money. So that's a great bargain. <laughs>
if you're looking at your numbers and you're realizing that they're pretty low, and that happens with a lot of authors. They put an analytics package on their website, either SiteKit or Jetpack, and then they realize, wow, I don't have a lot of people visiting my website. I have a course to help you make your website more attractive to readers, more amazing. And the best part of this course is it's free. It's my one free course. It's called How to Build an Amazing Author Website. It's in two parts. The first part, I teach you how to build a website. And if you already have a website, you can skip that first part. And in the second part, I talk about how to make your website more useful and interesting to readers. And this is the part that will really help you with your traffic. As you shift your website from being about you to being for your readers, suddenly your readers are going to want to come to your website. And what's even better, they're going to want to share your website with their friends. And this is where your traffic leads to more traffic in a beautiful, virtuous cycle. So if you want to learn how to make your website more amazing and more appealing to your readers, you can find that at authormedia.com slash courses. Our featured patron today is Jenny Fratsky, who writes nonstop, action-oriented Christian suspense about friendship and forgiveness in Montana. And her upcoming book is uh, titled Pending, and you can find out more about her at jennyfratsky.com. The Novel Marketing Podcast is a production of Author Media. Audio engineering is by William Umstadt. The blog post is crafted by Shauna Lettler. And you can find that blog post, a version of this episode, along with screenshots of some of what I talked about, if you want to see what these stats engines look like. You can find that at authormedia.com slash 371. I'm Thomas Umstead Jr., your host, saying thank you for listening and live long and prosper.